At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus It is hour number two of primetime action, which you see every single weeknight, 7 to 10 Eastern, here on VSIN from our South Point Sportsbook studio with Matt Brown. Matt Brown M2 is where you find him on the Twitter machine. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass, our producer at Kelly Bidlin. I'm Ben Wilson. Lot to uh, still discuss. 32 teams and 31 shows. We'll talk some NFL here over the next couple of hours. Kelly, a number of sporting events, all baseball related, aside from the, what is it, the dog leaping you were watching over on ESPN during our last break? Yeah, we have I was no definitely not that. distracted by that at all the <laughs> first hour of not. the show. No, so we no, can't no. update that, but we can update some of these uh, baseball scores. Yeah, we, we can. Mate, uh, ben, you're not going to give out your uh, Twitter handle? I mean, Captain oh, Underscore. I mean, Come I, on, man. The double, under, the Ben Underscore Wilson <laughs> Underscore the number one that I made freshman go. volleyball that I still get a hard time for every single time. Matt, Matt peer pressured me into changing mine, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna start peer pressuring you into changing yours. Yeah, okay, it'll work. Good call. Uh, Diamondbacks up on the Giants, four to three, bottom of the fifth inning. Diamondbacks minus two ten live. The Giants, plus 170, 10 and a half is your live total. Mets and Reds all tied up at three apiece, top of the fifth inning. Mets minus 180, Reds plus 145, 11 and a half your live total. Mariners on a 4 nothing lead over the Padres right now. That game in the bottom of the fourth, Mariners minus 570, Padres plus 410, 8 and a half your live total. And the Guardians with a 3-1 to lead over the Tigers, that game is in the bottom of the fourth inning. Cleveland minus 315. Detroit plus 245. Eight and a half your live total. Juiced heavily to the over. And the Braves off to a hot start over the Cardinals. That is five to nothing Atlanta already. Bottom of the second inning. Live numbers off the board. A couple of news and notes here from baseball. Craig Kimbrell blew the save the other night. Of course, you blow a save, your back hurts. So, uh, you know, you know how that goes. So, uh, obviously, Specs to be ready in a day or two. He says, <laughs> yeah. uh, he'll be ready in a day or two. Uh, Mookie Betts mentioned about him coming back over the weekend. Mookie's actually starting at second base tonight for Whoa. the Dodgers. So, um, doesn't want, I guess they're, you know, look, coming back off injury, don't want him running around out there in the outfield if, uh, if at all possible. So, uh, starting him at second base tonight. And then the White Sox activated Liam Hendricks off of the IL. As well, so they have their closer back here for the game on Monday. Jesse Winker started his six game suspension today for the Mariners. They finally started, yes, after all, after all that. After yes, this, yeah, Wait, what yeah, really? Well, because they do the thing where they appeal, and if like half the team gets suspended, Kelly, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna stagger it 
and do their appeals so they don't have to all serve it at once. Oh, is that what they did? They Pretty tried to much. stagger it? Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So it was inevitable it was Never going to happen. Never mind, I'll allow it. I'm okay but with it. But it, it is now uh, happening. Something of concern as well, we talked about at the top of the show, Matt, Cardinals, Braves, big game on, on the slate tonight of the games we still have left here for the 4th of July. A card in Major League Baseball. Dakota Hudson has now given up 13 earned in his last 11 innings, spanning his last three starts. Four runs already in an inning and two-thirds. Uh, and it is all Braves right now for Zip. If you started your uh, little 4th of July well, parlay with that, you're looking pretty good with well, Atlanta right Kelly now. said 5 nothing, so he must be, like, way ahead of us in this one. This must be, like, the slowest feed. Oh, and he just gave, they just got another run. Ever. So make that, uh, <laughs> make that 14 earned runs, yeah. as I adjust my notes, in the last 11 innings. For a Wait, guy seriously? To go to, that next run was just scored right now on I th- our TV? I think there were score bug issues. Oh, they had, okay. I think okay. they had – it was a basis-clearing double, but they didn't uh, change. Okay, the, okay. So I was – just looking at this. I was going to say, Matt would have been right otherwise. That would have been the longest delay I think we've ever had on would this have been a, would have been a long <laughs> Would have been a long delay. As Matt Olson right on cue hits another base hit into the outfield. So it's about to be, assuming this guy scores, 6 nothing, yeah. And it is. So 6 yes. nothing Atlanta. That is 15 earned runs in the last 11 innings. For Dakota Hudson, who was at like a 3 ERA through the first two months of the year, yeah. ballooned to over 450 in the month of June, and uh, it's about to get even higher. Five nothing there for this Braves team that has been red hot over the last month. And if you're a Mets fan, I'm sure you are. It is a welcome that you see that uh, Scherzer's coming back, that Degrom's yeah. pitching, uh, you know, rehab starts and things like that. Because this uh, this Braves team certainly coming for you. Twins and the White Sox in about six minutes. Dylan Bundy and Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto and the White Sox, minus 145 home favorites, plus 125 on Bundy and the Twins on the road as underdogs. A nine total in that one. Um, You know, listen, Dylan Bundy's been a guy that certainly has been up and down throughout his whole career. I will say this, his last three starts, he has been pretty good. Uh, Eight innings, one earned, six innings, one earned, and then five innings, two earned. For Dylan Bundy, now those last two starts, he didn't miss any bats. Uh, went six innings, mm-hmm. only struck out two. Went five innings in his last start, only struck out one. So a little bit of fortune for him there that he wasn't missing any bats and uh, was still able to to get away with very little damage. But that might be why this line is a little bit closer than maybe you would think in a Bundy start because, again, he's a guy that, that really is, has been lit up several times. I mean, his, his previous starts before those three were 4-5-4. Four, Earned runs given up. He's got a nine earned run, six earned runs start already this year as well. Uh, back in May, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Bundy figured something out. Maybe he's turned a corner here. I mean, a guy that certainly was super hyped and just never lived up to the hype, but right. uh, good enough to continue to get work. I'll put it that way. So, well, and you know. somebody, it's fascinating too. Guys like a Bundy, where his strikeout numbers are the lowest of his career, but at the same time, his walk numbers and his control are the best of his career mm-hmm. as well. Under two walks per nine, but only about. Six and a half strikeouts per nine. His fastball velocity on a whole is down, but he's relied a lot. Just looking at kind of his you know pitch uh, distribution, mm-hmm. he's relied a lot more on the changeup this year. He's gone away from the curveball, so it's it's one of those interesting things where for a guy whose stuff has turned out to be pretty average, he's at least trying to do something to change that up a little bit. And he's at, you know he's not missing many bats, but he's also not putting himself in trouble by walking guys. So you can kind of look at that one of two ways and the advanced numbers. At least they tell you, like, expected ERA, 389. That's pretty good. He has a 471 true ERA, but the, like, expected fielding independent pitching is still pretty high, 445. So it's, yeah. it's a classic pitcher. I look at him at and I say, I don't really know what to do with him, so I'm probably not going to bet on a game where he's involved. Yeah, Arias, Buxton, Correa, Kepler, Polanco, Kirillov, Miranda, Urshela, and Jeffers for Minnesota Knight over on the White Sox side. Anderson, Vaughn, Robert, Abreu, Sheets, Moncada, Pollock, Garcia and Zavala. So Pollock back in the lineup there for the White Sox as well. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the lineup you would expect from both sides here. Uh, I, I obviously have a lean towards the White Sox, but not enough where I'm yeah. willing to put any money down here because Cueto, again, like he's, he, he's one of those guys that sometimes he goes out there, Ben, and he, he makes you think he's still got it. And then there's another time, and then there's another times where he goes out there, and you're just like, "Oh, he's completely shot." So, uh, not a guy that I like backing. So I'm not gonna not gonna go there. He's really only had one blow up start of yeah. the eight so far, and the numbers yeah. are are solid over yeah. a 3.33 ERA. That that doesn't lie. 
Some of the other numbers a little bit higher as, as far as could he regress. We don't know. But, he, yeah, he is one of those guys. It always seems like it goes to the extremes with Johnny Cueto. So won't won't be uh, a play for me here. I just have one play tonight. It's uh-huh. t- a team total under in the Oakland A's, two and a half. Super original, I know. Just gonna go, just gonna keep fading the A's against Alec Vadoa and two and a half. If you look around the different team totals, that is the lowest on the board. But I will go under uh, Alec Vadoa. His hard hit percentage against, and that measures if it's in 95 miles an hour off the bat or higher. Alec Vadoa, the number one hard hit percentage against as far as the qualified starting pitchers mm-hmm. this year. He's at about 20%. Number two on the list is 24%. Uh, so the guy has has been elite. He doesn't strike out a ton of guys, but really hard to square him up. And the A's are a team who, as I just mentioned, 8-28 and 28 at home, 73 WRC plus, the weighted runs created plus that, that kind of measures overall offense. Not trying that is, to win. That is 29th in the majors. Yeah. They are 28th in hard, their own hard hit percentage against righties this year, of which Alec Manoa is a righty. As you mentioned, they're not trying to win. I guess the only positive thing for the A's right now, they got this their stadium yes. apparently done. So, so we uh, can stop with all yes. this the Vegas rumors. So the finally. Ve- the ve- the, finally. Yes, the running joke for people living yeah. in just Vegas. Just go adopt is, some cats uh, before, yeah. they, before they shut down the stadium. Like, I'm just like, I mean, it, it was so tired. I'm like, it's not happening. And like, no, no, it's just gonna happen. It's not, it's not happening. I can assure you like, that it's not happening. And like, no, they pumps you, man. They already got the land picked out. And it's like what, it was going to have to be in Henderson, right, to like separate separate it far enough from the AAA yeah, team, yeah. which is in Summerlin, which you know neither one of these were talking about close to the Strip yeah. or anything you'd actually go to while here in Vegas. Well, there was always the, any the, any Vegas cabbie. If you were ever in a Las Vegas cab for like ten years, they would just point to the site of the Rio yeah. and just say, "Oh yeah, that's going to be where they're going to yeah. tear that down and build a ballpark." <laughs> which really there was I don't know how that started, but it became <laughs> just this like any Vegas cabbie was required to spread that rumor for. <laughs> like the last decade, and I don't know really how that happened. So that's the only bit of positivity I can give to the A's. They're on a 52-win pace. Again, we're at the point now where the books have really priced you out of, I mean, even run line, you're laying a, you know, a buck 50 here on the road. That is silly. Uh, on I, the I road. Just, you know, I'm, I'm trying to pick my spots with that, uh, you know, going against the A's, but I will I will take an elite pitcher who I love, who, I, who should be getting more Cy Young buzz, frankly, Yes. and Alec Manoa. And I, I think he and bullpen is very healthy. They lost their last three games. Had they were they were playing from behind, used a lot of the, you know, third fourth wheel guys in that bullpen. Uh, so I, I trust the pen as well with their top arms if if they need them uh, there tonight uh, in Oakwood. Yeah, a couple of different ways too. You can you can bet that as always. You can still you can bet a strikeout prop as well. Alec Manoa is sitting right now at five and a half. Um, again, if you think that he if you think he goes deep in this game, which if you're if you have confidence in the Blue Jays, then you are thinking he goes deep in this game. I certainly think an over five and a half is is in play there um, against against again an, an A's team that just doesn't have a lot of just doesn't have a lot of talent. I mean, like they they trade away all the talent; they're going to trade away anything else that's that's left there for sure. And uh, you can play over on the on the strikeouts as well. I think that that certainly would work out too. Twenty career starts, by the way, at uh, at second base for one Mookie Betts. Twenty. Yeah, more than I thought. Apparently five times last year. I don't remember those games at all, but it happened. All right. they, they were, must not have been the games that you live bet, Kelly, when they, uh, went, down one, when yeah. they went down one nothing. I've never just... live bet a Dodgers game that Mookie Betts plays second base. <laughs> it's, a, it's a rule. It's a principle, my oh, man of principles. That's great. Also, I think they did finally fix the score bug in that Cardinal-Braves game because it is 6-0. 6-0. 6-0. In the third. And uh, the live number is, is basically uh, dead on that one. Okay, we are going to get back into our previews for all 32 NFL teams. We promised it would be 32 teams and 32 shows, but guess what? You all get an extra dose tonight. We're going to talk Cincinnati Bengals first, then Browns second, but we'll start our full breakdown on the defending AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals. That's when we return right here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is prime time action, July the 4th, 2022, on a day that started with controversy on Coney Island. We now turn to baseball, and then we'll talk NFL in, uh, in just a second. You didn't bet uh, Joey Chestnut over, did you, Matt? I did not. Okay. Unavailable. Unavailable here in, in the state. I saw DraftKings refunded. DraftKings did refund, yes. The it's got, it's got, it's protester it's, who, who Joey Chestnut stopped eating to choke out and then... Get out, of, get out the way, and then easily still won the competition, but only at 63 um, it's impressive. To, it's impressive when you do you train, you train for this all year long, and you still win it, and then you're able to audition for the WWE at the same time. I mean, that's just a great audition tape to send in. I, that was impressive. You would I mean, think the stomach would, like, they would think that you have to be such, you know, in a locked-in zone, and so all of a sudden to get disrupted in your rhythm by putting a guy in a headlock <laughs> would maybe cause you, you know, I don't know, really know how that works. Yeah, he really bounced right back to it. And he it. just yeah, straight right. up was like, all right, well, we got this guy out of here, let's keep eating. And also the fact that the competition, like, nobody even stepped in. They were just like, oh, it looks like Joey's got this guy. He also, can- Kelly, something, someone knew something about pseudo as well. Yeah. Because you remember, it, we said it at 40, it was 46 and a half, right? I when think they, so. And then, and then she had only ever done 44. We were like, oh, so they set it higher than she had ever even done. It got bet down so hard. It went off at like 42 and a half or something like wow. that. And she only ends up with 40. Right. So, like, yeah. it was, people knew her coming off the pregnancy. Her her stamina was obviously not what it what it what it was like a couple of years ago or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I saw so. the I saw the forty today, and I I don't remember exact numbers that we were talking about last week, but that was what it was immediately what I thought too. It was like, oh, someone knew that. The chestnuts record last year was seventy six, but he was on crutches, so that clearly clearly had something to do with his total being seventy four and a half. And then he took like a minute break just to beat a guy up, basically. Yeah. And, and still one was 60. And it wasn't even. Apparently, even uh, Badlands Booker did set the world record for lemonade chugging today. I saw that. That so, was, what, a gallon in like 30 seconds or so something? So there is that. How and also, one, there's I, a world record for that. I think, a th- that's I thing. think he's the guy that I won a good amount of money on during the uh, the quarantine eating challenge during the pandemic oh. when we really broke down on Follow the Money uh, uh, baked beans eating <laughs> method. And it oh. was, uh, I believe, Joey Chestnut who told us on the show that uh, it's not really an eating competition because the guys will just drink baked beans. And we were like, well, drinking's faster than eating. Like we're, Me and Mitch Moss hammered the under on it. It was one of the greatest bets of my life. It was easy. It was like, the over-under was like a minute and five seconds, and the first, uh, I think it was Badlands, got there in like 27 seconds because he just took wow. a gallon of baked beans as, and as, chugged it. As Kelly has said before, Joey Chestnut, very a very sharp betting mind, and has mm-hmm. come on VEASAN before and has explained his thought process, which is, as a, he's, and he's competing. He's not like an analyst. He's breaking down his own eating strength. So, anyway, there was that today, but... It's repulsive. Let's just be honest. Yeah. It is. It's repulsive. I could not possibly watch. Like, I just saw Someone who's drank a half gallon of eggnog on this show before. Listen, I knew it was <laughs> it's on. It's pretty gross. I knew it was on. I could have watched it. 
I, yeah, I chose, I chose not I had to. The, yeah. chose I had, not so to. I had the Wimbledon quad box on my you know, Apple TV. There was an open screen. I was like, I could, I, I could, then no. I, I just did. I, I put on, I put on like mixed doubles instead. It really does actually make me kind of nauseous. Well, like, it, like, it, I think like, it does I, to everybody. I a little feel bit. a little queasy when I when I watch them do it. The close-ups is, is it, I, I, I like I have had to turn away on the close-ups before. Like, give me the wide shot, and I can just kind of like I, whatever. Now I'm thinking about it, and now I'm feeling it, it, kind yeah, of See, you're getting all, yeah. Let's talk some football. Sean McCollum, our uh, audio guy, <laughs> walks in with a hot dog today. I'm like, I'm like, hey, is this, is this like in honor of like the hot dog eating contest? He's like, no, I'm just hungry. Like, no, I was just hungry. No, it had nothing to do with anything. Well, it's the a, closest lunch. The, there's a, there's the famous a world South Point famous hot dog South Point cart. hot dog cart. Uh, what, dollar twenty-five, Sean? $1. I think they upped it. Dollar fifty. Oh, they raised I mean, it a all, quarter. They days, raised it a quarter. A dollar oh, there, fifty. There was an outrage over I've that. I've never seen him walk in with a hot dog before. Of all days, I'm like, oh, okay, honoring the hot dog. Like, no, I was just hungry. No, it's just just, just, just uh, random July Fourth hot dogs. He's got all, all that money for hitting the real yeah, flush list because we talked about other show. All right, that's our that's our hot dog. I have four minutes of hot dog content for the show today. We move on to the NFL. It is thirty-two four teams baseball in, games, man. 30, what do you think we're going to talk 30, about? There's four, four games, man. Thirty-one gotta, shows. Got to keep it moving along, you know. We got to yeah. keep it moving along. Let's rev it up. I love it. Look at the football. Coming shreds. soon, NFL football. Thirty-two football teams, shreds. thirty-two shows, primetime action. You don't have an animation that just takes the thirty-two and just goes whammy thirty-one. Oh, you know what it should do? It should rip. The like the thirty two should also rip like the football. Team. Oh, that is and, way like, too complicated talent. Uh, complicated uh, and turn into a question us. mark is what it should. Be. So like <laughs> the thirty two should just like go up and kind of flames like the football does, and then it turns into a question mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was thinking you wanted to counter every time. Who's got to do that? Hoberto we double Marino? up on shows. Uh, who's got to do that? Hoberto Moreno. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I'll text. Yeah, peer pressure. Yeah, I got to be Pete, like, Rob right. Moreno. We're all about like, bullying Hoberto on this show. On on the line. Me, me and Hoberto go way back. He'll do that for me. Yeah, we'll, yeah, bully him. Into it. We'll be good. We'll, we'll consider for next year for 2023. No, 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 no. Sh- no, that's next show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, I guess we'll do that tomorrow. Well, we're talking Bengals who yeah. win the AFC a season ago, and it, it it's interesting how we. It seems like we've had this conversation just about every year over the past decade. That Super Bowl loser, and it becomes the most kind of lazy, tired narrative of the of the team who then fails to make the playoffs or or mightily disappoints the following year. Only. It, it is certainly a case-by-case basis, and we saw the Chiefs certainly still had a very, very good football team last year after losing the previous year's Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. The, question, the general question now as we take a look at the Bengals' recap from 2021 is what should the realistic expectations be for this team given that they have one of the best quarterbacks in the game back, a bunch of really good offensive weapons, and they did a number of things on the ball defensively, and that's kind of what we'll dive into here. Zach Taylor continues on, head coach here. Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator. Uh, That stays intact. So, again, one of the better offenses, despite the fact they had one of the worst offensive lines in recent memory, should be pretty, pretty appealing here for the prospects of this team uh, from an offensive standpoint. Now, listen, we'll we'll get into why maybe there's some some knocks for sure. But if you take a look at what they did in the offseason – this is why I think this is a little bit different than some of these teams where we say, oh, okay, you know, what, you know, big step back here, they overperform, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, okay, if you want to tell me that, that Cincinnati definitely overperformed last year, fine. I will buy into that. I will say, okay, maybe they did. What they did was go out and, and sign offensive guard Alex Kappa. Mm-hmm. They got right tackle Lyle Collins. They got center Ted Karras. So, like, they, they go out and they redo an offensive line where I'm sitting here and, and the major, major, major malfunction of this team was the fact that Joe Burrow was getting destroyed half the time that he dropped back and he didn't have the time that he needed to properly throw the ball down the field despite the fact that him and, and Jamar Chase still had an awesome chemistry down the field as well. Now you get three offensive linemen in that are all very solid, proven starters in the NFL. So now they come in. They also signed tight end Hayden Hurst because uh, CJ Uzoma is out of town. Larry Ogunjobi also out of town for them. Darius Phillips also out of town for them. What they did, though, with Darius Phillips leaving, they go in, they draft two, two defensive backs in the draft. First, first round pick, Daxton Hill. They take a, uh, another safety in the second round and Cam Taylor Britt. Then a defensive tackle in the third round. So you see what the, so in free agency, 
they go and rebuild the offensive line. Then on the defensive side, that's where they build through the draft. They get a, a couple of couple of safeties, defensive backs in the first two rounds, defensive tackle in the third round. Then they come back with just some depth on that offensive line with an offensive tackle and Cordell Volson in the fourth round. So they, I think they m- masterfully mm-hmm. took care of the offseason. I mean, with what they did in free agency, what they did in the draft, I think it was, could not have been any better for this Cincinnati team. If we look at what they did last year, 17th overall DVOA in 2021, that meant they were the 18th offense and the 19th defense, but their special teams actually really did propel them. Eighth overall, you remember, a really good kicking game for this uh, Bengal squad, and that should continue again in 2022. The big, big thing here for this team heading into the season is just the schedule. They have the seventh toughest schedule in all of the NFL, and... With that, it really, really, really gets tough on the back end. If you take a look at weeks 13 to 18, this is going to be a really, really tough stretch, and it doesn't even matter how good this team is. I mean, this team could be really, really good, Ben. They could be awesome. But when you go Chiefs, Browns, Bucks, Patriots, Bills, Ravens, and the reason I bring the Browns into play is because by then they might have Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. back. Um. There's just you're just going to lose games. Like you're just you're just going to lose games down that is the stretch brutal. here. So wow. if they have not if they have not secured, I, I'm not going to say. I mean they won't have it secured. But if they have not put themselves in a really good position to make the playoffs, they could certainly find themselves having to scratch and claw in that last little stretch to make the playoffs. So it is going to be very interesting to see how they handle this first half of the schedule where they do have some very winnable games. Steelers, Jets, Dolphins, Saints, Falcons. You get the Browns earlier on in the season where you're likely to be without uh, Deshaun Watson. You get the Panthers as well. All that is front-loaded, right? All that's front-loaded. You go on by, then you come out of the bye, and you get the Steelers. I think the Titans are going to be much worse this year. So through, through week 12, they are going to have to put themselves in a position to make the playoffs because if they have to make the playoffs in that 13 to 18 week stretch, I think it could be really, really tough. On this so team. how do we think they fit into what is a very jam-packed AFC North? A look at the odds for that season win totals, divisional odds, championship odds, everything else. That's next as we continue our discussion on the Cincinnati Bengals. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. Enter weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 plus only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. We'll still have our golf drafts graded one and done to uh, still to get to this hour on primetime action. But right now... And we'll also update the baseball as well uh, with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. I'm Ben Wilson. We talk more Cincinnati Bengals. We just went over, Matt, the very difficult back end of the schedule for Cincinnati. Talked about some of the offseason additions. And, again, the kind of theme here is when you look at a team that was, as you mentioned, pretty much middle in the pack in the advanced metrics with football outsiders and their DVOA, we talk about all the offseason additions, but the question also becomes on the defensive side. How reliable will this unit be? amidst what is perceived to be a, an extremely competitive AFC North division yeah. this year. And because of that tough schedule, Warren Sharp pretty much has them projected right on their uh, their season win total. Um, he has them at 9.6 wins. It's sitting at 10 right now. Um, so it's kind of right on. Seems like it's unbettable from, from that aspect. ESPN has them as the eighth most talented roster heading into 2022, and we go, we go in and we take a look, and, and Pro Football Focus, which does our unit rankings and, and basically breaks down every single facet of the game and where they rank compared to, to their peers. Um, Eighth-rated offensive line headed into 2022. So you're talking about one of the worst offensive lines there was in the league, and now you're talking about a, a, a legitimately eighth-rated offensive line heading into 2022, according to Pro Football Focus, because you have Jonah Williams over at left tackle. You've got Alex Car- I mean, you got Ted, Ted Karras there at center, Alex Cap at right guard, Lyle Collins at right tackle. That is four of the five spots that are really, really strong. Now, Jackson Carmen was a rookie last year, didn't grade out so well, but typically 
it's year two, year three that these offensive mm-hmm. linemen tend to make big steps in the NFL, so they're counting on him to make a big step there at that left guard position. But this offensive line should be exponentially better so long as health doesn't become a problem for them. 14th rated defensive line as we head into the year as well. Trey Hendrickson, a absolute stud. People were wondering if that pick, if, if that acquisition, whenever he left the Saints, was really going to pay off. Maybe they thought that he wasn't quite as good. All he did was get 75 quarterback pressures in 2021. That was top five in all the NFL. He proved to be one of those guys that can go in there and really cause some havoc for them. This is the number one rated wide receiver group in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. And all you have to do is read the names off, and it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. When you have Jamar Chase and you have T. Higgins and you have Tyler Boyd, you're looking at a you're looking at a one, two, three right there. That if Higgins was on, you know, let's call it twelve other teams, he'd probably be their one. If Boyd was on uh, twenty other teams, he would be their number two. So you're you're getting guys here where Higgins can be a two and be the ba- be basically one of the very best twos there is in all the NFL, and then Boyd can be the number uh, a three and be the best three that you're going to find in the NFL. Like so, you're. you're this core is so incredibly good, and again, barring injury, uh, should be the number one rated group in, in all the NFL. And then the secondary actually is another part that that in a in a division that we expect to be so incredibly competitive. Ben, you look at this, and I mean, where they sit right now. If you went with just the starters that that are projected to be there before they even had a draft pick, right? Chidobia Woozy, Eli Apple, Mike Hilton, Jesse Bates, Von Bell. That comes out, according to Pro Football Focus, as the 10th best secondary heading into 2022. And that's not even projecting that Daxton Hill, their number one pick in the draft, is going to slot in. And he very well might beat Eli Apple out, right? I mean, like, Eli Apple has certainly been spotty. That's certainly the best. rumblings yeah. we're hearing is that that is a legit battle in, in training. Yeah, like, I mean, be. he's been spotty at best over the course of his career, yeah. right? Like, like Eli Apple, a couple of games a year will make you be like, oh, this guy's really, really good, and then, you know, whatever. And then and then Cam Taylor Britt, the guy they took in the second round, is certainly going to factor in somewhere. Now, that might just be at depth and being able to come in and, and spot some of these uh, guys here and there, but, I, you know, maybe he ends up winning a job in training camp as well. So that is really, really interesting from a defensive side of the ball for this team because you're you're talking about an upper half defensive line. You're talking about an upper third uh, secondary to go along with an offense that we think is probably going to be one of the top seven, eight offenses in all of the mm-hmm. league. And so the problem is, and you're saying, well, how is this how 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 is this team not you know have an 11 win or 12 win or whatever? And it, it all goes back to that schedule, right? I mean, you you go in and you look, and one of those teams on the back end is going to disappoint. Like that, just you know, like right. every year we always think like, oh, this team X Y Z is going to be so awesome, and then they're and then they're not. But it's still going to be very very tough on that on that back end, which is why I think that win total for me is just is is too hard to take a position on one way or another. You know, I mean. If you try to pull out a weakness on this team, it's kind of hard. I mean, maybe you could look at that off. Maybe you could look at that left guard position, and maybe Jackson Carmen doesn't take that second year leap, and he is kind of the weak link in that offensive line. And you know, we've seen some really good offensive lines that have still struggled at times because there is a weak link in there. Who knows? Maybe he ends up getting. Maybe that the guy they took in the fourth round, right? The Cordell Volson kid ends up having to play some time there at the left guard position, but. Um, outside of that, it's very tough to find a weakness on this team that really stands out. There are a lot of strengths. So you mentioned the quarterback position, the wide receiving core, the majority of the offensive line, certainly the secondary, you could say as well, is a strength as well. So I, I just – I think 10 is fair. Would it surprise me if this team won 12 games? It would not. Would it surprise me if this team won nine games? It would not either because you get to that – you get to that second half – you know, you get to the the last part of that schedule and, and you know – Chiefs, Browns, Bucks, Pats, Bills, Ravens, they're likely to be either very, very slight favorites or very, very or, or very slight dogs in every single one of those games. Like there's not any of those that are going to be slam dunks, I don't think, anywhere along the way. Um, unless the Pats like really, really disappoint, which mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, that'll be the case either. So um tough for me, tough, tough team for me this year. I was all over them last year. Um it's just a tough Tough team for me to bet this year. I think I'll be a, a, a wait and see, sit back. But the thing is, is if you're bullish on them, you have to bet them preseason. 
because yeah, yeah there's no slow start. The there's no yeah. slow start. Like, you have to bet on preseason. If you're bullish on this team, this isn't one of those teams where we say, like, oh, sit back and wait until week three or four or whatever. Like, no. The easy parts at the beginning, hard parts at the end, you're going to get a way, way, way worse number if you wait to bet them in the first half of the season. And it's going to, it, so you got to bet them now. If you're bullish on this team, you got you got to bet them now. Zach Taylor, you're, you're sold as a head coach, like in general at this point. I mean, look, it, it's, he made some decisions, I think, over the course of the last couple of years where a lot of us have, have kind of questioned, mm-hmm. you know, some of the in-game management stuff or whatever. But listen, young guy, young coach, not a ton of experience. I think I think definitely willing to, and, you know, this is just me trying to perceive what he's, you know, like yeah. off the field. But, I mean, he seems like a dude who goes in, studies, tries to learn from his mistakes, and doesn't – he doesn't seem like a know-it-all, I'll put it that way, right? Like, he seems like a guy that is is okay with trying to absorb some of the – some of the criticisms that have come his way and certainly a guy that is open to all facets of how you go about prepping for a game. While he's not completely all analytics, he's not analytics, you know, he's not anti-analytics either, right? And we can continue to see, you know, some of these coaches do this, this GM for the Titans. Did you see this? Like the GM for the Titans come out and say like, when we evaluate a player, we just put on some tape and watch him play. We don't, you know, the numbers don't tell, you know, whatever old story. It's like, great, great yeah, evaluation. I mean, yeah, man, of course you're going to watch. But, I mean, like, to sit there and say that the advanced analytics don't don't play, I mean, like, get get out of here. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, for me, it's going to be a pass on Cincinnati for me this year. Yeah. And a team that I had, you know, so much riding on last year, it's just it's just too hard for me to try to predict. Predict. I'd much rather this schedule be flipped, and in that way, I would be able to see how they made it out of that first half, and then be able to come in and make a decision midseason, and go from there. The fact that it's set up this way makes it very very hard for me to be able to to, to back them here. That being said, if you look at what should happen by the time they hit week thirteen, they're going to lose a game that they that they probably shouldn't lose, but they are going to be favored, probably most likely in every game except one i think maybe they are i think maybe 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 they're a dog at the cowboys there in 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 week 2 by the time it's all said and done but and maybe like a pick 'em with the ravens maybe the one point dog or something mm-hmm. like that at the ravens or something in week 5 but i mean they're they're likely to be favored in pretty much all those games until they get to week 13 so uh they're just going to yeah. win the games that they're supposed to win yeah, I'm with you. Maybe those two, but yeah, you're right. Otherwise, through through week 12 of the season, yeah, it should be favorites in mostly all of those. And if the and if the Titans certainly disappoint like we think they are, they might be big. You know, they might be three, four point favorites over the Titans by the time it's all said. You know, by, by the time it's all said and done, even on the road by week 12, yeah, I think yep. the Titans are going to be way. Down. I, I think the Titans are going to be down this year. So, like, I, I you know that wouldn't surprise me in the least bit. So they got to just go win the games they're supposed to win and. And hope that they can come out of that stretch one, two, three, four, five. That last six game stretch there at the end, you gotta. If you come out three and three, and you've done what you're supposed to in the first half, then then they'll make the playoffs. It's, and it's kind of why, in yeah. general, we're seeing this division very, very bunched up. And that's partially because we don't know what'll happen with Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. but it's also because there are three teams that grade yeah. out pretty well. And you also, you know, you can never discount the Steelers, even though yep. we're not, you know, thinking they will be at that very level, but you still can't discount them out either. We still will talk about the Cleveland Browns. That'll be our second team we talk about later on in the show tonight as part of 32 teams in 31 shows. But up next, we'll grade our one and done and golf draft from the weekend that was here on Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets! Thanks, Kelly. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only tonight's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Breaking news. That's that's, that's Matt's excuse. Every nine minutes. Every nine minutes it's updated. JB, the pressure's on. Every nine minutes. Nine no longer minutes. every ten minutes. You've been... I timed it a couple of different... Yeah, over the weekend. I had a lot of time on my hands, guys. I didn't really do much. Well, maybe, so. we, maybe we say ten minutes just to give it a minute of buffer time, you know, to be safe. You don't want, to, you don't want anybody out there calling us a liar. That's you know? true. That's true. Manage expectations. That's right. Once you get to the betting split space. Under-promise, over-deliver. As uh, Matt then comes right out and says nine minutes. So. Julio Rodriguez, the fastest, fastest player in Major League history... With 15 homers and 20 stolen bases. That's pretty impressive. I saw over the weekend they put up, uh, there was a, at least a analytical breakdown of Julio Rodriguez's rookie year, his start here compared to Ken Griffey Jr. Numbers were basically the same. He is also the first rookie with 15 homers and at least 15 stolen bases before the All-Star break since Devin White in 1987. Whew. Wow. So that's a, that's a name right there. So when you've done something that hasn't been done in, you know, 30, 30 years, he's doing something right. He's doing something right. He's I mean, listen, he's what, like we said, super hyped. Everybody, every, I mean, the pedigree was there. Like it was just, you know, was he going to be able to adjust? And he struggled mightily there at the, at the beginning of the season. And just again, talent, just one out and dude is, is absolutely balling right now. Hits another home run tonight. His fifteenth, seven nothing Mariners. They are all over the Padres. They were pretty big. Uh, Padres are pretty big favorites uh, in that game. In in what is I guess it's been a, a year of sort of these types of accomplishments. I know we have uh, a a Twitter graphic that was made earlier today on Tony Gonsolin, who's off to this crazy start for the Dodgers, where he did something no no pitcher had done since nineteen thirteen. The Hall of Famer Walter Johnson, ten and zero start, while allowing fewer than fifty hits which is pretty – also, if you would have said, oh, a Dodger starting pitcher will do that, Tony Gonsolin would have been guess what, number four, five, six? Well, we're all – well, you, you, weren't, you weren't here to be a part of it. Did you jump on it? We're all on it. You jumped on the Gonsolin train? All, all right, let's go. We're all I, feel, I feel so left out. Yeah, we're all on it. You got to wait till tomorrow morning because they, they take the odds down. What number did you get? I don't, like, what is he right now? I don't even know. Is he like 10 to 1? No, it was like 20 or whatever. Still? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Right. I'll, I'll look that up in a second. Yeah, I don't know. Like, when I keep seeing just more historical tweets after every start he makes, 
it's hard it, not it, to bet something when you're getting 20 to 1 odds. Like that is. Uh, right now, at least, because the, the, there are a couple books that have these con- up continuously. He is now 8 to 1, fourth choice behind Alcantara, Burns, and Musgrove right now. Okay. That is it. Right. One, so it's coming down a bit. One book in the You jumped in at the right time, man. You certainly yeah, jumped in at the right time. Did we jump in on the golf at the right time? I don't know. I was not around for the golf draft. Moral or one victory. And we got Moral s- victory. Okay. We got smoked by Parles in the draft. So I, I so, what, two, so two weeks ago I had Hayden Buckley, top 40. I would have won the draft had Hayden Buckley not bogeyed the 72nd hole. So Jeff, in some sort of comedic response to that, comes out and not only picks Hayden Buckley top 40 again, but also top 20, and the Buckley top 20 was his only loss. Uh, so he wins a, a, what, six and a half units, a little bit above that. Matt, you uh, oh, we get, the, we get the blue golf handicapper. We get the blue for a push there on Taylor Pendrith. Uh, WD four. right before the tournament, yeah, I guess. Tough. I didn't even know that. That's tough. So Kelly loses ten dollars, and Matt, you got a won a little bit. Yeah, won a little good bit. job, Jeff. Won a little bit of money. Um, As usual, this is a good example of my betting card for the weekend, Matt. I don't know about you, but <laughs> well, I didn't, we didn't I, bet much, yeah, because all I bet was outrights. And so, like I said, listen, I'll I'll take this as kind of a a moral victory here when I bet nothing basically but kind of long shots to win. And at some point during the week, they're all, they were uh, mostly and, all of them were circling around. And right? One of my guy was T four. One of my guys was T eight. One of my guys was T thirteen. I mean, you know, look when you're betting long shots to win these birdie fests, and you've got guys that are you know swirling or whatever. Lipsky was T twenty four. You know. I'll take it, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's not uh your boy uh Chris Goderup Westgate open just opened as the favorite for the Barbersol Championship this weekend. There you go. <laughs> There was no no Smotherman up last week, Kelly. I thought that would be a great weekend for. I did not. I didn't go with Smotherman. Go He's been down on the stats recently. I got to give a shout out though to uh, to John Hasselbauer, the PGA tout. He came on with us, Matt. That was what Tuesday, and said and said one of his guys was JT Poston, who ended up. I mean, you could have got him anywhere from fifty five to eighty to that one, was, and he, he ends oh, good up winning. For it. I didn't even remember that. Hasselbauer, Wes hit, hit on him too. Wes Reynolds yeah. from Long Shots here on Veasan nailed Poston. I mean, so there were some uh, people who cashed this. We would have. We would. He probably would have made my card had I been able to bet on Monday morning. But right, yeah, yeah. Because he was he was up enough in all the stuff that I did to where if I'd have been able to bet Monday morning, he'd have made it. But you know, not to complain. No, no, I'm with you though. Like I had Scott Stallings that finished up there, but like the whole, all I did is think all weekend. Am I really holding a 35 to one ticket on Scott well, Stallings? So that was like, the thing is so, ridiculous. You know. Uh, House of Fire lives in, in Jersey, right? And so those numbers go up Sunday night, mm-hmm. you know? And so the numbers go up on sun, Sunday night. And whenever he's over there and he sees the the withdrawals, he's able to get to it before he's able to get to it before the numbers adjust. And that's why he got a fat number. I think he got like 65 to 1 or something like that on, on yeah, him. Yeah, he had a big number. Yeah, right? on, on him. I thought and, I saw 80, but that could be wrong. And, and I know it, he went way down to around 50 or so. Yeah, and then I think, oh, I think by didn't – he was in like the 30s. I think he, he was in the 30s. Yeah, yeah. he was in the 30s by the time it. I think Wes bet him in the third, like high yeah. 30s or something like that. Um, so it was, uh, you know, good, good on all the people that got him. But you know, listen, the the real, the real bad beat, and it's not a bad beat, is I thought you would maybe even make it into a graphic. I'm glad you didn't, Kelly. But uh, oh, yeah. I told all the guys downstairs. Don't worry. <laughs> the. Uh, the, here's the results of our Uh-oh. of our of our one and done. Whoa. Where look, Webb Simpson missed the cut, so I extend my lead on on Gill and Kelly. But Ben, okay, what happened? I have a text here. This text you should have just screenshotted this thing. That's why I said I thought you'd make a graphic out of it. I thought you would have done it. So oh, no, I just laughed at you yesterday. It's when a, you uh, it over to me. It's a it's a nice little nice little text to to one Wyatt, you know, our young we Wyatt. Do, who does the blind he handles the blind submissions for one and done. Yeah. So that'd be text, Wyatt Tomchek downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he 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 writes, you know, lets me know who it is. I text him, Bazudenhoot. And about fifteen minutes later, there's a text from me saying, I'm swapping to Nick Hardy. Ooh. So <laughs> So Nick Hardy, though he did rally, I will say this: Nick Hardy came through with a Nick Hardy came through with a seven under, one of the better yeah, rounds, yeah. one of the better rounds all of Sunday, 
to uh, to climb up to at least be T30, but T30 only play, only paid um, $30,000 or $40,000 or whatever it was in this thing. What was it? Yeah, 37,000 or whatever. Whereas Bazudenhut was a T2 and it was 631,000. Yeah. Which would have. You, you might have iced this thing. I was going to say, it yeah. wouldn't have closed the door. Yeah. But it would have put some serious pressure on y'all. Well, the, the one thing that, that I started counting during when we had, when Gil was on with us last Wednesday talking, uh, to, we were doing the one and done. And we kind of guessed at how many tournaments were left. I went and counted during that break. There's only eight more weeks that we have of actual golf tournaments through the FedEx Cup playoffs for us to do one and done on. Yeah, so I'm, I'm think, actually yeah, because we got to cut off the playoffs like we did because like, yeah. like that. Well, okay, that's eight weeks, including through the tour championship. So you're right. We're gonna have to go about six weeks. We have. Yeah. We'll do the first one. I think that's what yeah, we did last. Yeah, because right? the first one's yeah. still a full. To 120 yeah. players. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but get, I mean, you got to hit an out right, Kelly. That, that's the gotta one. Find where, the Siwoo somewhere. Th- that's the one where, like, the yeah, it, it sucks that Webb didn't make the cut. But like, now that I know there's that little tournaments left, like, I still have bullets. I don't want to. Like, I need to fire. I got John Rob. I got a few guys that are, that I still haven't fired on yet. There is still time, Kelly. Kelly, who had a Siwoo Kim of over a mil last year. But anyway, those are the one and dones uh, for now. You still have you still have eight weeks. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, well, Seven hundred k. Yeah, yeah, you're you're doing pretty you good. Uh, I wanted to make sure we mentioned this before we get uh, later in the show. It's obviously July fourth, mostly day of celebration, but it was a sad day in the sports betting community. Uh, the uh, Hank Goldberg, longtime sports betting analyst, a guy who many of us think of one of the you know, first people we remember at least talking about sports betting in the modern media landscape. He passed away today uh, here in Las Vegas. I know Kelly, you you cross paths with him just uh, from being in a being in Florida for many many yeah. years. I mean what. A giant of the industry, and certainly uh, sad news. A guy we're all gonna all gonna remember pretty fondly when we think about our starts in sports betting. Yeah, Hammer and Hank paved the yeah. way certainly for what we're doing right now. There's no doubt about that. Yep. I got to cross paths with him a few times down in South Florida, and then here out in Vegas too. An all time great. Yeah, special guy was on Vison a number of times, so we certainly thinking of him and uh, and his family here today. It was 82. It was his birthday today. Uh, passed away long battle there with uh, kidney disease. All right. Uh, gonna miss you, Hank. We will have more to discuss on the other side. We'll talk a uh, number of NFL discussions, Cleveland Browns mostly, update some of the baseball, talk a little tennis as well. That's coming up in our final hour right here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.